Well, if it's New York, New York, you know who is joining us, along with Curtis Sliwa, Andrew Giuliani here with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, in studio. And calling in right now is America, for the fifth day in a row, is America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. How are you this morning, Dad? I'm doing very well. Good, good, good. Hey, I, I want to get right in. Go ahead. Uh, Rudy, i got to ask you a question. Yesterday, the Adams administration undid what you had put into place to rein in uh, nightclubs, bars, restaurants, and nightlife when you came into office. Uh, it was per- I don't believe that. John, when, when, when are you going to have Rudy Washington on again? Let him talk to you about that. He, he, he oversaw that for me. did a great job. Busy as hell. Can't believe how many people, particularly outside of Manhattan, where the, where a lot of them operate, but also in Manhattan. But outside of Manhattan, they operate right near residential areas. And uh, his whole his whole weekend working with a PD filled with complaints. They also lead those places are out of control. They lead to murder. They lead to rape. Lead to. So it's also a, a little bit like. Um, uh, Policing for quality of life. People judge a lot of the safety they have or don't have based on how orderly or lack of order there is in the neighborhood. And when they get awakened at you know, 3 o'clock in the morning with a girl screaming coming out of a club, don't believe they're in a safe city. And they're not. It's- and I remember uh, the noise was really the worst. People have to get up. They got to go to work. A club, a bar would have noise going on till four in the morning. And your special task force, Rudy, came around the first time I saw him. It looked like Geiger counters. It was actually measuring decibel levels. And if they had exceeded the decibel levels, that's it. Padlock, fined. And now you got to go to court in order to get back opened up. You know, Rudy. Rudy really got into it. I mean, Rudy is one of the great heroes of the of nine eleven. Also, he did the whole transportation plan for us, like in a day. Wow. Uh, Pataki and I, I think late at night, ask, "Is there a transportation plan?" And Rudy Washington says, uh, "Yeah, boss." And next two hours, he gives us a whole plan that worked for two months. In any event, I gave that to Rudy because his community in Queens had a disproportionate number of complaints. We thought it wasn't going to be that big a job. When the PD started getting into it, it was uh, citywide. It also leads to a lot of serious crime, like the broken windows theory. So if you, if you police the fare beaters on the subway, you cut down the bigger crime on the subway. If you police this noise thing, you cut down, believe it or not, a lot of the rapes, a lot of the fights. You know what a bar is like. The people come out of the bar. First, they make noise. Somebody there says, shut up. And all of a sudden, you got a big uh, got a big problem going on. And maybe we're going to the hospital. It's a very, very short-sighted thing. I'm going to tell you something very, very profound. <laughs> Adams lacks wisdom, among other things. <laughs> he doesn't have any wisdom. It's ridiculous. He's, he's like a child is running the city. 
Well, look, we've talked uh, local the last uh, couple of days with you here. I want to get into some national stuff, and one of the things I think we'll all be looking here in the first couple of weeks is a uh, is into the impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. Um, uh, the question that I have. And look, it's obvious that you have been one of the major critics of Biden as he was running for president, as he is president right now. Look, he is, in my opinion, and I'm biased on this, he is politically gone after you, an opponent of his. Um, but looking at a potential impeachment of Biden, looking back at the Trump impeachments, looking back even at the Clinton impeachments, they've both seen popularity uh, bumps after the impeachments. Do you think this is a bit of a risk to Republicans to actually impeach Biden or this or is this something mm. that will actually expose the information that maybe a lot of a, a lot of independents and Democrats oh. are still discounting as kind of politically uh, conspiratorial, if you will? I think that's a, a very good question and also a very difficult one to answer. Yeah. I don't think I have absolute. I'm not confident I have the right answer to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I can see both parts of that. Uh, there, there's um, had the had the impeachment been a year ago or two years ago, like like at the beginning of his administration, I'd have no doubt it would it would have been it would have worked. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, he could have been impeached. Oh my God! Uh, before he was president. The, the, the crimes were – I mean, before he was president, there were 20 felonies with 10 witnesses, documents, and a tape recording. So, yeah, there was more evidence to impeach him before the he was president than I had in most cases I ever prosecuted. Uh, impeaching him would be a question of – to pick. I mean, you, you, you have so many crimes that he committed. You could argue he's committed the most serious crimes by an American politician we have ever heard of. No president has ever been alleged to have taken uh, even a million dollars in bribes. I mean, this guy took $31 million from China alone. Okay, you say his family took it. By now, uh, there were eight different uh, uh, areas of evidence showing the channel to him, either circumstantially or directly. If you're asking me, is it a good impeachment? I don't think we've ever had one as strong. We never had one that actually works in the sense of the Senate uh, uh, doing it. The Senate won't do it again if you had, you know, if uh, yeah, if you had had him on tape killing somebody. So I don't know. I think uh, the investigation is so far good. It's bringing out facts that people actually should know, they don't know, and they get reminded of it. Yeah. It's almost as if breaking news at two or three years old, but because the press covered it up so well, it sounds very bad. Right. Right, but Rudy... You know uh, an actual hearing, an actual hearing, I think the Republicans will might be accused of politicizing it, and then the Senate will blow it open, right? They'll, they'll say no. Mm -hmm. right, well, I don't the, know. I, right now... Rudy, I think right now uh, I wouldn't go. Why wouldn't I wouldn't go with it? Right, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have the piece. You have, I'd have uh, a hearing, but not in a piece. Right. You have Biden cresting down, Trump uh, superseding <laughs> Biden in poll after poll. All you're going to do is elevate Biden because that's what's happened in every previous yeah. impeachment. The candidate or the person who is the subject 
of the impeachment does better after impeachment than they were doing before impeachment. Yeah, I'd say do the investigation. And when you come to the vote on impeachment, say, uh, we're not going to do it because we're going to leave it to the people. But now they have the facts. At least we got the facts out. They were covered up forever. Here are the facts. Here's the report. Read it. Look at it. You make up your own mind. I think you, I think Republicans might win on that. Might even show some uh, wisdom by doing it. Mm. Uh, Mr. May, uh, Mr. Mayor, I agree with you 100. Uh, percent If you if you had a video of him shooting another person, uh, they'll still find him innocent. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah like uh, like uh, like Baldwin. Yeah, the gunshot itself. Yes, yes, the, 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 the gunshot itself. Uh, and da- guns are dangerous. Let's ban guns. Um, yeah, I mean, the guns did all the shooting. The people are okay. It's damn guns. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Newsom made himself look good last night by uh, saying, well, California is not going to go along with the game the other city, the other states are playing. Smart as hell. Yeah. It, it made him Watch look good. Guy. And... Uh, uh, all of a sudden, uh, he's he's got national respect from some of the Democrats, the common sense Democrats, mm-hmm. and uh, not that he I has think, any common I think, sense. I think it, yeah, <laughs> I, I would say that elevates him. Very, very smart to do it, and uh, he must be. I mean, I, I keep wondering, John, if there if there is a secret deal between him and between him and Biden. Yes. He and Biden have a very deferential well, Biden, relationship. Biden already said to him, almost called him president on their last encounter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Well, I, I, I think, I think... The, the, the deal is done. That uh, what we talked about on this WABC uh, a few uh, weeks ago, the, the, the secret deal is Biden gets the nomination, so there's no primary beating up each other. Biden, after he gets the nomination... Uh, he resigns, and the Democratic National Committee, the Democratic Senate, and Democratic Governors Association uh, gets to pick. Uh, not primary, gets to pick who the new sure. can- nominee is, the new candidate is. Yeah, but before and, uh, John, that way, there's no before um, Biden referred to Newsom as the future president, he's referred to Harris as the president probably about a dozen that's, times. That's a good point. Harris is not going for that. What's, what's going to happen is, what's going to happen You're is, right. no, I'm going to tell you the trick. Newsom is a California guy. Harris is a California gal. Mm-hmm. So Newsom gets nominated. He gets to pick his own vice president because she is disqualified because she's already a California person. He can't have two people from the same state under the Constitution. So um, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I think the one big crux in the whole thing is, you know, the Democratic Party has been so much about identity politics and to supersede, to go over a black woman I think would blow the, up the, a lot of the base. They'll promise no? that she'll be the first Supreme Court justice. I mean, it's possible. It's, uh, crazier things have happened over the last couple Absolutely of years in front of our face. I think John is right. I think it's a perfect, it's a very neat solution to getting rid of Harris, picking him. 
even as vice president, because she can't be on the ticket. Yeah. And I, as president, you know, and, she and can't. He do, gets, and would, he gets to pick the, the, his own vice president. Yeah. And, and Dad, there's precedence. You know, you gotta, she you gotta, you, she can't define what a man or a woman is. And we already have a Supreme Court justice that can't define a man or a woman. So there's precedence. That. Yeah. She, she would qualify. Uh, but the reality, the reality is you got to uh, they're in a, a situation where there's no good decision. It's just one that isn't as much of a disaster. She'd be a disaster on the ticket, no matter how well Newsom did. If, I mean, if they kept her as vice president or president, she'll blow up as a candidate and uh, she'll blow up the presidential candidate. So you might as well take diminishment in the black vote try to make up for it somewhere else mm-hmm. and hope the black vote comes home no matter what. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the problem they have is Trump is showing a uh, remarkable strength with the black vote. Uh, and I'm not, and I don't think I'm uh, daydreaming about that because I, I'm going to talk to a lot of black people. I mean, even in New York, I don't know if you, and the Hispanic people, I don't know if you saw that piece by Cara Castronova, Newsmax up in up in East Harlem, uh, but the people up there are dying Same to get words up there. Well, uh, Rudy, I, I would agree the Latino vote, not the black vote or the Jewish vote. You yeah. can knock yourself out. Well, you he, are not he, getting the black hey, or the Jewish vote. Does he pick another? Does he pick another uh, another black woman uh, that that uh, President Obama loves and has pushed? And created a, a black woman at Harvard. What's her name? Gay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now, President Obama created her. He's the one that pushed her into that position. So it makes Obama happy. You get another black her. woman. It makes the 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 the, the extreme uh, left uh, wing happy. Uh, the oh my God, you're gonna get the the president of Harvard to be vice president. That's a, that's a stretch. That's a, then you have two people who base their careers on purloining uh, other people's words and written uh, be the, the first words. fictional presidential ticket here right, because they've the, told more non-truths than hey, truths. You're never going to get more information anywhere in the country other than WABC. That's, that's for right. sure. And speaking and, of WABC. Our senior, our senior staff. That's right. And speaking right. Of, our senior, <laughs> senior staff. <laughs> and speaking of WABC, you can hear America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani every single weekday right here from 3 to 4 o'clock. Dad, I love you. Thanks Thank for coming on this week. Thank you. You did a great job, you two. Amen. Come right back with Curtis Sliwa, John Katsimatidis, Andrew Giuliani in for Sid this morning. Vacation starts with VA. One thing you'll love about your trip to Virginia is that you'll never have to settle for one thing. All that you love is all in one trip. Start yours at Virginia.org. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. John Katsimatidis in the house with our live and local programming continuing. Andrew Giuliani, yours truly, Curtis Sliwa. Sid will be back after the beginning of the year. But uh, I want to uh, 
uh, sort of work off of what uh, John was saying, a possible Supreme Court justice nomination for Vice President Harris if she would step aside, if all of a sudden they would swap out uh, the presidential candidate and the vice presidential candidate based on uh, how you've extrapolated it, John. I remember there was a time when the Clintons and the Cuomos were at odds. They were like mixing ammonia and bleach. And then all of a sudden, in order to repair the damage, uh, there was the HUD chairman uh, who had come from Texas. They thought he could be a future Latino president. He had the full package there. And he got into problems personally, lied to the FBI, and they had to exile him. And then uh, elevated to HUD chairman in the Clinton administration was Andrew Cuomo. And it was always said that Mario Cuomo, his father, would get a U.S. Supreme Court nomination to become a justice because he always fancied himself as a jurist, graduate of uh, St. John's. I got a story on that. Uh. And you guys like my stories. Of course, of course. So apparently he was asked by Bill Clinton, unless uh, uh, you can uh, clarify this, uh, John, and Mario said to then-President Bill Clinton, no. Uh, really? don't want to accept the nomination. Uh, was am he I governor correct? at the time, or was this after no, Pataki see, that's where, that's where he's wrong. Oh. He was asked, Bill Clinton, and you know how close I am to him, mm-hmm. called him at least a dozen times. Really? He never returned the call. Really? He never said no, but he never returned the call. Well, and was this when he was still governor or after he lost this to Pataki? This was when... Uh, uh, I, I don't remember exactly. You know, it's 30 years ago. Yeah. It's when there was an opening and uh, Bill Clinton wanted to do something uh, nice for him. And um, uh, he was afraid. He was afraid that they were laying low for him because of his wife's father's relationships. I gotcha. So that's why he didn't respond in the negative or the positive. He never said no, but he never answered. And the wife's father's relationships were the mob connections, potentially, that they had talked about. Is that what we're Not talking potentially. about? Yeah. <laughs> Matt Rafa was connected. Yeah, I was, mean, look, was. this is ancient history. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know the Cuomo family, and and contrary to, to uh, uh, Curtis, I, I like the Cuomo family. I think they've done a lot of good things. They made so they made a lot of mistakes. And my only my only beef with a- a- Andrew was I think he's very qualified. He could do a lot of good things, but you have to admit a mistake sometimes. Yeah, you got to. And that's my there. that's my beef with him. I think if he would admitted his mistakes and say, "Look, I made a mistake. It's I was wrong," and and and, and you could move on at that point. You can't learn from a mistake unless you admit that it's a mistake, yeah. right? So yeah. uh, and he certainly is not willing to, right ad- no. to admit to those mistakes, that uh, of which, you know, we think there well, are remember, plenty of them. Uh, when, uh, as I had mentioned, Andrew Cuomo was elevated to chairman of uh, HUD, his best friend working with him side by side, who was the Northeast director of HUD, was Bill de Blasio. They used to socialize together. Their families came together. <laughs> they were like two, two Italian stallions. Once Cuomo became governor after being attorney general, replacing my husband-in-law, David Patterson, 
And once de Blasio was elected mayor, that all ended. <laughs> that all and ended. David Patterson, you could still see the markings on, on his back where he got stabbed. <laughs> you could see him, huh? Still? If he takes his shirt off, you could <laughs> see the stab right marks. There, huh? <laughs> I mean, imagine it was it was all designed to whack David Patterson politically. He was the sitting governor having replaced Elliot Spitzer. Attorney General was Andrew Cuomo. He always wanted to be governor. And so the only thing standing between him and the governorship David was David Patterson. So here's David Patterson. It's in the World Series. Philadelphia Phillies versus the New York Yankees. He's sitting there. You have Governor Ed Rendell, who's there representing uh, Pennsylvania. Nobody asked him where he got his tickets from. Front page headline, New York Post. David Patterson didn't pay for his tickets. Corruption, corruption, corruption. Uh, <laughs> Listen, you should have learned from Rudy Giuliani. You got to pay for those tickets. I told Governor Patterson. He should have said, well, they gave me the tickets. I didn't know what I was receiving. Yeah. I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> and I couldn't even see the game. <laughs> I couldn't even see the game. <laughs> you know, and I think how do, you thing, get, how, how do they make you guilty when you can't even see the game? Exactly. And, I, and I think the rule is, I think a public official can accept the tickets. It's just a matter of the entourage, right? You can come, you can go there, and your tickets can actually be comped yourself individually never, it's just look, the it's just the entourage i've can't. never heard of any public official getting in trouble for accepting exactly tickets. exactly by never the way that, that was at 30, I mean, that, 30 that, games a year that but is I, so, that's so much crap mm -hmm. and and See, you know this is where the american people realize the crap this is when you know when your dad said about uh uh biden unless they have absolute proof and and, and it's critical to the the welfare of the United States of America, which I think they have it already. Yeah. But the FBI, the Department of Justice, works for yeah, Pre Joe President Biden. Biden. Absolutely. They're not going to turn it over. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got 11 months to the election, maybe 10. I don't know where we are. Almost 10 now. Yeah, but for, for early voting, it's let, less than 10 the, months at this point. Look, l let the American people decide. But let me tell you something. The biggest con game in the world happened during the 2020 election by President Biden hiding in the basement. Mm -hmm. And nobody knew that how bad he was, uh, that his possible, possible all-timers or possible whatever was not up to par. Mm -hmm. The biggest con game in the world to the American people happened. Yeah, well, at least he's upgraded where he's hiding because it went from the basement to now St. Croix. Never, so. And if it's Trump versus uh, uh, Biden, he'll never debate. Yeah. He'll never no, debate. They, they'll protect they, 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 they will use the, 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 they will use the same con mm -hmm. to say, look, Bidenomics works. Interest rates are down. Uh, uh, the stock market is up all-time high. Bidenomics work, the con game. And you know what they're doing? This is racism. You know what racism is? When you take people that don't have the education, don't have the smarts, that have, and cannot understand the truth, that's what, they're, that's what they're going on. That is racism to the people voting, conning the people that don't understand, well, and that is racist. Yeah, and John, to that point, they've made people so much more dependent 
on the government over these last three years. And really, they've tried to buy votes, right? You can look right. at these. We're going to forgive you. We're going to forgive student loans. your student loans. Right. We're going to do this, 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 and this. We're going to give you uh, two turkeys. Or instead of two turkeys in every pot, we're going to give you three turkeys in every pot. Yeah. The, the using the government money, the con game of America. And, and I think almost every decision that President Biden has made it, it, it hurts, hurts the American people. Yeah, They don't realize it because he takes certain groups and takes care of them and makes them feel good. Yeah, It's a feel-good scenario, but it's bad for America. Well, up next, it seems that the Biden administration is signaling maybe it's time to negotiate peace with Ukraine and Russia. Putin has said it uh, just days ago that he'd be more than happy to leave things the way they are as long as he's declared the winner. It seems both sides uh, have pretty much done everything they could to one another other than uh, for Russia to obliterate the Ukraine with the weaponry they have. They launched the largest aerial assault on the Ukraine overnight since the start of the war. So... Is it time for both sides just to sit down and say, whatever the lines are now, let them stay. Let's declare peace. Russia goes back to doing what it does. Ukraine goes back to doing what they're doing. And somebody maintains uh, the lines and maintains the peace. As we continue live and local programming of next, John Katsimatidis, Andrew Giuliani, yours truly, Curtis Sliwa. We'll be taking you up until 12 um, uh, midday. And then I'm joined by my lovely wife, Nancy, a special edition of Rip and Read from 12 to 1, in which we will be talking about that dog that got stabbed 17 times and survived out in uh, Long Island. You guys are on 10 to 12 today. I may come back. Last, a, a few days ago, the highest ratings ever when it was me, uh, AC, and DC. I love it right Between there. 11 and 12, it was the highest ratings ever. Well, AC, DC, and John Katsimatidis, JC. JC. Not standing for Jesus Christ. In the house. We'll By be the right way, back. you think we'd be crazy enough to tell you, John, no, no, stay upstairs. Uh, do, your, do your work the rest of the day. You're always welcome keep, here on WABC. Without you, there would be no WABC. Entertaining and informative. This is sit in friends in the morning 77 wabc fly me to the moon let me play among the stars let me see what spring is like on jupiter and mars in other words Hold my hand In other words Baby, kiss me I remember it was more than a year ago President of the United States reached out to Zelensky, hunkered down in his uh, presidential office in Kiev and said, Hey, we got an airplane awaiting for you. You can just jump on and get the hell out of there because... The Russians are moving in on Kiev, tank after tank. They were going to obliterate the place. He said, no, I'm staying, I'm fighting. And miraculously, the Ukrainians, against all odds, were able to repel the Russians and push them back. And then we thought it would be a great summer offensive. It never really turned out to be a great summer offensive. And now they're locked in a quagmire. Mm -hmm. 
You had uh, unbelievable bombing raids uh, conducted by the Russians overnight. They hit every major city in the Ukraine. Uh, Putin has signaled that he wants an end to the war now with him declared winner. And now we're hearing from the United States State Department that the United States might be willing uh, to participate in negotiations to end this war that doesn't seem like it's ever going to have a winner or a loser. John, uh, how do you see it going forward? Well, I I think uh, right now uh, the Ukrainians are suffering a great deal. Ukrainian leadership, who knows what the what they're doing with all that money. Um, I mean, when, when President Biden in the United States tells the Ukrainians, uh, we'll give you all the money you want, but, but you can't fight the war on Russian territory. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is. What, that's not a war. I mean, uh, you, 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 you have restrictions. Here's the money, but you can't pass that line. I mean, yes. Yeah. No, it's uh, you completely handcuffed in doing I, it, that. It, Plus, we it, just don't have a clear is, path of where that money is actually going to. Let me tell you something. Well, Bitcoin is at the highest level ever. Yeah, you Bitcoin went to 44,000. Mm-hmm. All the, I don't know who's crooked. I'm just not, but all the crooked uh, leaderships of some of these countries, they take that money, they take the equipment, resell it, and guess what they do? They put it in their personal accounts at Bitcoin, and it went from seventeen thousand to forty-four thousand. And this is a, a game. This is a world game going on of where the money is going to end up, and the price of oil. The the American people paid for that terrorism. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, remember what you said: a trillion dollars moved from North America to. To, to, to the Iran, uh, Iran and, and the OPEC nations mm-hmm. and, and uh, Russia, China. Well, guess what? The American people lose. Everybody else wins. And remember the numbers I gave you yesterday. Because of the turmoil on the Red Sea and the Suez Canal, they forced the, the price of oil was going down to $68 a battle. Was it 68 69 and what happened? They started the turmoil in the Red Sea. Price is $76. $8 difference on 100 million barrels a day is $800 million a day. How much of that $800 million a day for whom do the bells toll? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right? I mean, you know, it's simple. But, but you take the people in the world that are not so smart, not, have not developed the acute, acuteness to understand what's really going on and the con game going on, they are conning the, the people that are uneducated. You want to know racism? Racism is when the mullahs give 10,000 Hamases that are starving, their families are starving to death, that are stupid they're uneducated, starving to death, $10,000 a piece, and here's a machine gun, go kill Israelis. Yeah. That's racism. Yeah. Okay? The civilized people of the world are hurting. And what I call those four mullahs in Iran, the Osama bin Ladens of 2023. 
if somebody is tough enough to take out. They took out Osama bin Laden, and the truth is, I don't know if he's alive or dead. Okay? Nobody ever saw the body. Remember that. This sounds like something from Frank Morano's The Other Side of Midnight. I'm just saying that. I don't know. But everybody assumes he's dead, and things were quiet for 20 years. Things were quiet for 20 years until the, the, the new Osama bin Ladens, the mullahs out of Iran, pushed the button and say, time for terrorism and time to take territory, time to, to take money in. Now, for the American people to realize what's really going on, we had them down to the Iran. We had them down to 400,000 barrels a day mm-hmm. at 50 bucks a barrel. Nothing. They couldn't even feed their own people. Yep. You're having uprisings okay. in the street because of it. Okay. You know where we are now? Four, almost four million barrels a day Iran is allowed to sell. Yeah. At, at $75 million, a barrel. Uh, yeah. And it was and 100. When it, when it was 100, it's yeah. easier to multiply. Mm-hmm. That's $2 billion a week in yeah. profits. So, so let me ask you then. And that goes to, the. and here's my other nickname. The Foreign Legion of Iran, the Hamas, the Houthis, the what's the name of the Hezbollah, so, the Hezbollahs, the Foreign Legion of Iran. So, Why can't listen? I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I didn't finish four years of college, but but I'm smart enough to know how to survive, and I'm smart enough to tell you to try to tell the people. What's really going on? And that's my purpose of buying WABC, Curtis. Me and you, Curtis, go back 40, 50 years. Yes, we do. And uh, we, we go back to when you were criticizing Margo. That's correct. That started like World War Three. <laughs> yeah. Mark <laughs> Simone had to make a peace between you and Margo. By the way, I, I'm very happy that I came out on the right side of the uh, ballet dancing thing that we had yesterday. But uh, you were tiptoeing through the tulips. We were tiptoeing well, through tulips over of here, the ballet, learning, but which I, is uh, I, I want to get. I, I do want to get to one thing John just said right there, Curtis, and I'll ask you the, the question as well. So very clearly, then, if. By supporting Iran, by getting all this money to Iran, it is so toxic to the United States of America, to Western civilization. Then why did the Obama administration give $150 billion in cash? Why does the Biden administration continue to empower Iran by making them one of the centers of oil production? Why? What is the purpose? If I told you the truth... The FBI would be coming in and arresting me. Okay, we'll just have to take it again and take a guess. Go <laughs> but ahead, now back to the you. other big uh, oil producer, Russia. They continue to produce uh, oil. They continue to sell it on the black market. Uh, they have not been hurt by this war in the Ukraine as we were told they would be fiscally. They would be virtually on on the at the bank of fiscally uh, dissolving. So now, John. You have Putin who's saying he's ready to end the war. United States that is signaling we're ready to sit down and talk. Zelensky obviously not. But it's 20% of the Ukraine that is controlled by the Russians. Uh, So very little has changed from uh, what was to what is. So does, uh, is it time that we sit down and we end this war with uh, Russia? Because there's only so many wars you can fight at one time. We got a $60 billion bill pending 
aid to uh, the Ukraine, fourteen billion to Israel, four billion to Taiwan, and eight billion for the border. So now, what do you do about that sixty billion for the Ukraine? Do you say, hey, you want this money? You got to start sitting down and negotiating a peace because it doesn't look like any any side is going to go any further than this sort of World War One style fight you're in now, trench warfare, where it's just a slaughterhouse. Both sides, men are just being slaughtered on both sides. And it does not appear it's going to change at all. And now, as you can see, I think Putin senses that he can force everyone to the negotiation table. He's just bombing the hell out of the Ukraine. And he's going to keep what he wants to keep. Right. And so rather than say, you know, oh, if we don't stop him there, he's going to come through Europe. I think we've seen that Russia is not the Russian that we thought they were before and the actual Curtis, invasion of the Curtis, Ukraine. look what happened last, last night uh, on our show um, uh, with the, on the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. Spain, France, Italy have, how do you say Pissed in the in Washington's face by not supporting them, says, "Don't count on us on the Red Sea and Suez Canal." Mm-hmm. Okay, have you ever seen that before? Uh, those countries doing that to the United States of America because there's no respect of and this administration. There's no respect. So, no respect. Yeah, and Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates and and if, have done the same thing. Uh, don't count on us on Red Sea. Well. You know, you know what you mean by Saudi Arabia? They want to have $85 oil, $90 oil. Move, make the American people poor, make them rich. And that is the world, that is what's happening. So you're right. We can't trust the Saudis either. Never could. <laughs> because they're just as bad towards us as the Iranians have been. But up next... It's the invasion at our border that is most concerning, not the invasion of other countries. And they're coming by the thousands. In fact, they've started up the train El Bisto, which they had stopped, the train that comes to the border. And now, instead of walking thousands, they're on top of El Bisto again as it chugs towards Juarez so that the folks can get off the top and just come right across the border. Next stop. New York City, Chicago, Denver, and parts unknown. 77 WABC. This is Sitting Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. So the videos coming from uh, Mexico are that El Bisto is up and running again on the railroad track coming right to the border with the United States. It had uh, ceased to operate for the last two weeks. So if you wanted to come to the border, you pretty much had to walk it. Now this train is carrying thousands on the top. They're making their way to the United States border. They're going to queue up on the Mexican side. And they're going to be uh, paroled into the United States. That's what the term is. You get paroled into the United States until you have an asylum hearing, which could be anywhere from five, six, seven years from the time you cross into the border. And we know between now and then how many are just going to disappear into the cracks of this vast country, never to surface again, unless all of a sudden they come up on the criminal justice radar screen. So this invasion just is endless, 
And the more videos that uh, people see all over the world, the people marching towards the American border with no interference at all, the more that's going to spur and encourage others to join that march, to get on that train and to come into the United States. Yeah, and by the way, Mayorkas and Blinken were down there a couple days ago while Joe Biden vacations on the beach in St. Croix right now. And by the way... No solutions. Absolutely no solutions from their meeting in Mexico. No nothing. Uh, no solutions for Mexico. No plans. Nothing that they've expressed to the American people. Uh, they just said they had a productive meeting. Well, what does that mean? Where are the actual uh, achievables here? Well, they'll this? assemble uh, after there. the beginning of the year. This time in the United States, as they'll continue to sit down and talk about a problem that is mounting at we speak. Thousands of uh, mostly single able-bodied men of military age are very docilely waiting at the entrances into the United States. And every day they're being paroled into the United States, one by one. And guess where they're mostly coming to, John? New York City! New York, New York, New York. (laughs) 